Welcome into the Moeller Football Podcast. I'm Richard Skinner, joined by Moeller head coach Mark Elder. Mark in his uh, first season at Elder, back in the high school ranks. Um, talk about that transition. We got a bunch to get to, but talk about that transition of going from college to, to the high school ranks. Uh, yeah, so that's been a, a great transition. I, I do want to say, I think you just said, Mark, uh, at Elder now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I anticipate that that's uh, one of a million times that that's going to happen there. Um, but but uh, no, the transition has been great. So it's, um, you know, this is obviously home for me. Uh, Cincinnati is where I was born and raised. And so uh, very familiar with the, the area. It's been great as far as on a personal level, coming back home for family purposes and things along those lines. I mean, we've uh, it's been pretty seamless as far as the transition is concerned. Um, I, I am learning, as I say all the time, when, when we get to the football side of things, I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I'm, I'm the least experienced guy in the room with a lot of this stuff because um, I do not know what the, the rules are. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the rules are. I'm not as familiar with what the expectation levels would be. I'm not as familiar with a lot of those things. Um, and so I'm, I'm leaning on the uh, – the experience of some of the guys. Some of the guys have been coaching high school football for a long, long time, been successful. And so some of the assistant coaches have really been helpful in, in that regard of, um, you know, kind of, hey, this is this is a normal expectation level for uh, these guys. This is, hey, maybe we could push more here. We could do less. Uh, so that's been great. It really has been. And, and it's been fun for me. I, I think that the uh, – the, the enthusiasm of the high school athlete and, and um, the, the excitement of these guys has been um, certainly refreshing and, and fun to coach. You walk into a very difficult circumstance because of what's going on with, with COVID-19. Sure. Um, as, as the quarantine, I guess, evolved for you personally, as you're trying to structure maybe what you want to do with practices and workouts and, and, and time and all that, and let's face it, this is no knock. I mean, coaches are very detail-oriented, the successful ones, down to the minute of a practice script or a workout script. How were you able to do that? Was it just kind of sit back and wait, and when you knew you were able to do something, which has just happened recently, were you able to just put something together, or were you, were you prepared to hit the ground running with this stuff? Um, I, I wish I, I wish the answer was yes. We were ready to hit the ground running. I don't know if anybody was. I, I don't think you could <laughs> right. be just because. Um, I I I'll say this: a pet peeve of mine is uh, when this was all going through. I didn't want to have ten thousand plans because when you have no clue when something's going to start, uh, I know people want to like, well, what's your plan going to be if this, if this? I like, go, well, we could we could come up with an infinite number of ifs in well, this scenario. One of my favorite coaches of all time, Jerry Claiborne from the University of Kentucky, used to call it the old. Ifing game. Anytime you do if he goes, I ain't always gonna play the ifing game with you. So yeah. you're right, you can't play the ifing game. No, and so I, I really in, in that regard, um, Ryan Ross, our, our strength coach, who does a tremendous job with our guys, we sat down with some gen very general uh timetables of uh, and not even a specific plan, but uh, general timetables of if we got back in this month, what would our goals and objectives be for um, our preparation from that point moving forward. And if we got back, so we were basically talking, if we get back at the beginning of June, this would be what our goals would be for the summer. If we got back in July, right. this would yeah. be what our goals are for the, the summer. If we get back in August. Yeah, the goofy um, part, if you had gotten back in August, you don't have a lot of time to get ready. I mean, you're trying to get installed stuff and, and whatnot and also get kids conditioned at the same time. So, yeah, so yeah. I, I guess the positive has been is, is at least you are in the conditioning phase. And yep. and I was talking with Mike Asbeck, the athletic director of Moeller last week on the po- on a podcast. Um, and, and we kind of talked about the excitement level just to get the kids back and be around the kids and the kids being around each other and, and around the coaches. 
Um, but I, I, I guess I failed to ask him this. It's probably more suited for you. I mean, a lot of these kids missed, you know, two, three months of conditioning, sure. of weight room stuff. Did was, was it was it noticeable, or or did most of them come back in, in at least reasonable enough condition to, to get something done? Yeah, great question, and, and uh, that was a case by case basis. So, uh, I mean, we, when we got the word, it was on a Thursday afternoon, and we were given permission to start working them out on Tuesday. So Thursday was almost already done by the time we had gotten that word, and it was a long weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I think it was. So we wanted to get going as quickly as we could um we started on that following wednesday so one day later than what we could have but we've just felt like obviously we wanted to first and foremost be be safe that that was uh concern number one and so we uh wanted to make sure we were doing all the proper protocol that we were meeting all the standards and expectations that the um governing body that the the governor had set for us and and so we wanted to make sure that we were safe but but with that being said we wanted to get the guys out there as quickly as possible and and that very first day we were outside i mean we did a great job with social distancing we were outside uh it was all body weight stuff we didn't go in the weight room we, we just had the whole team out there for about an hour and did some um, just some body weight stuff, so a little bit of movement stuff. But um, really, the goal there was to get the team together yeah, again. Right, exactly. I mean, it, right, it right, was right. that was for the kids. It was like, hey, listen, us doing you know 25 push-ups, that's not going to go win us a state championship. I'm not confused. I, I, that's not what the goal is. The goal is, is hey, th- these kids have been in a very adverse situation. Uh, as I was speaking with and texting with the kids throughout that time, you know, I'd hit try to hit kids up every every week or so and just see how they're doing how things were going and you, you could just tell it was taking a mental toll sure, on them no I, I mean I, I know I, my myself and Lindsay were full-grown adults and it was you know you start to go stir crazy yourself and yeah you can only take so many walks sure. around the neighborhood right? that's right yeah exactly right and I think we we actually had that number down of what, yeah, what right, it was right. <laughs> capable to the, to the of step, to the step, <laughs> exactly yeah. but but yeah so we want to get the kids back just so that they could be around each other have a sense of normalcy so that was what we did and we worked out you know Wednesday Thursday Friday that week the next week we had them back and and then we started staggering the workouts but really even with that it was still mainly body weight I mean we didn't even start getting into our true core lifts until this past week but but um, you saw a, a wide variety of preparedness. You know, sure. you saw some guys that came back and they were in tremendous shape. Like they had been training hard, not just benching, but they had been training hard and doing a bunch of different things and came back in fairly good uh, cardiovascular shape as well. And then you saw some guys that, um, I mean, their thumbs were in fantastic shape because they were playing Call <laughs> of Duty it. for you know eighteen hours a day. But that was probably about the extent of yeah, no doubt. So you saw a fair share of those guys too, and and, and that was why part of it was hey uh we we've got to do some things just some basic overall um you know, movements, getting these guys' heart rates up again because the last thing you want to do is have people come back and everybody's so anxious to yeah, go that you're so hard, yeah, too hard. Yeah. You go too hard and then you have something major, a catastrophic injury or a catastrophic issue come up. And, and so you don't want to have those things. So we took a couple weeks to build everybody back. Some some of these have probably been easier weeks for some kids and some have been a grind. Sure. But uh, but we wanted to do it safely. We wanted to do it uh, gradually so that it was uh, safe from a – physical standpoint not just the coronavirus standpoint i i asked mike the same thing about um 
no kid really likes to condition. You may have a workout freak or two, but it's it's a means to an end. You have to do it in order to play. Right. But I'm going to guess a lot of these kids were just happy back to condition because they were outside no and they were with each other and they were with you guys as coaches. Yeah, I've never seen a group that was so excited to do a gasser in my right? life. Yeah, you know, know? <laughs> like, yes, gassers! Hey, that, that, that won't happen in August, trust no, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that newness wore off quick, I do believe. But uh, it, no, it, it was great to get them back and it was needed to, to kind of get things going. But now we're starting to get back into the the uh, normal preparation. We're starting to get into our core lifts again, our benching, our squatting, and things along those lines. So um, we're getting back to what would be a, a more normal preparation. Now, obviously, there's still um, some some differences. I mean, there's still uh, social distancing. I mean, there there are some safety issues that that you. I mean, if you're squatting, you do need, do need to have somebody close enough right, that right. Um, that that there's a safety issue involved as well. Um, but I mean, generally speaking, the, our check-in procedures. We're trying to be safe social distance. We're trying to do things where guys are generally speaking staying uh, at a distance from each other. Yeah. Um, I guess if there's a good thing, we talked about you missed three or so months of conditioning, weightlifting, all those things. If there is a good thing from a timeline perspective, the because everybody keeps talking about you know football practice has started. Well, it hasn't. It hasn't. This isn't football practice yet. This is still kind of just conditioning stuff. I, I guess the good part is you kind of are back into what would be a normal timeline of conditioning doing some workouts, and then when August comes, you can be able to hopefully at that point, we still don't know, do some level of practice. This is not a perfect thing, but it would have been awful if you'd had to hit the ground running, as you mentioned, in August. At least you got a couple of month run up, hopefully, for all this. That's right. Well, I mean, there's all types of, of safety concerns right now. And, and obviously, with the uh, the coronavirus, those are safety issues. But if you're going to be playing uh, a competitive sport, and this is not just football. No, right. I mean, this is soccer. Right. No this doubt. is anything where there's, um, I mean, your your heart rate's going to go up. I mean, there there are major concerns that, that go with that. And, and uh, so you have to make sure that you're allowing that that time frame to um, for the guys to be able to build their bodies back up and be ready for the rigors of what's going to come. So, um, so I'm glad that that it's that has gone in this direction. I, I think it would have been just absolutely terrible, and if this thing had been late July or no August, because almost impossible. Yeah, you, you you have a you're trying to serve two masters there in the sense of you're trying to have safety, but then you're also saying, well, we need to be able to play football, and and so you need to to do X, Y, and Z to be able to, to, to put a product out there on the field. It would have been very difficult to um, accomplish both at that point. Whereas right now, I think that we're, we're, we're fine. As long as things continue to progress, um, I think that we'll be fine to be able to go through the rigors of, of uh, the preseason and a season, and I, I think that it'll be perfectly fine. All right. In a perfect world, you will open up on, on August 28th at Middletown. That's the opening game. So yeah. the timeline, from if, if everything goes according to Hoyle here, the timeline from here to then is what? So what can you do through maybe the rest of June? What maybe can you do in, in July? And then we hope, because we still don't know, you can have, I'm assuming once August hits, a regular football practice. Right. Um, so right now we're we're able to, they, they took the camp days off, so we're not, uh, we're not limited by the 10 camp days where coaches can coach football and, and do meetings and, and things along those lines. So we can have a football out there. We cannot do competitive things like seven on seven. And, and things along those lines. We cannot do those things at this point. So we're not. We are um, what we're doing right now is we're doing football a couple of days a week, uh, like football stuff, yep. not just lifting. We're yep. lifting four days a week, but two of those days we're 
Uh, it's a little bit longer day, and we're breaking things up offensively and defensively. So the the, the defense is lifting, and, and we've actually broken up our weight room into two different parts because we had to fit numbers issues right, there. Right. And, and we've had over 100 guys at every workout, which has been great. So we, we have numbers issues, which is uh, you a want those. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you want those thing. issues. Yeah. So, um, so like when the defense is in the weight room, half of it's in the weight room and half of it's doing lifting type of auxiliary stuff up on the field. Um, and then they flip-flop halfway through. Well, while that's going on, the offense is out there, and, and they're actually doing um, football. And, and we, we might be throwing routes, something like that. Uh, it's all on air. It's non-competitive stuff, but that's what we're doing. And then we flip-flop that. The defense goes to, to do um, those things uh, that's actually football-specific, and then the offense goes to the lifting. Um, we are anticipating, I am anticipating, obviously we're going to fit the guidelines, whatever those are, are going to be, but I'm hoping that um, – Come July, we're going to be able to start doing seven on seven, and I'm I'm guessing that that's going to happen. We're planning that that is what will happen. If it is not, then I mean, we're obviously going to fit the rules, but but we're moving towards um, and ready for July sixth when when that happens. When we get back from our break during the fourth of July, that we're going to be ready to have what is more of a full-fledged practice type of situation where offense and defense are out there together. I'm hoping that we're going to have seven on seven. Uh, if it doesn't go through, it doesn't go through. We'll continue to do things on air and, and what, so forth. What, what is the first allowable date for full contact? August 1. August 1, that's what I thought. So you well, see, August 1 is the first day of training camp yeah, that okay, you can right, have. And right, you have to right, have a couple right. days of helmets right, and right, things like that. But right. that's August 1. We actually don't start until August Third, because August one that's starting on a Saturday, so gotcha. we yeah. don't we don't do things right. on Sunday. So I, I guess I just thought you know starting on August yeah. one yeah, yeah. and helmets didn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah. So uh, so we're gonna start on the third and and we'll be fine with that. But but I'm very much hoping that this month of July we're gonna be able to do about an hour's worth of true football stuff on the field every day, four days a week. Um, and you can do some install. I'm, I'm assuming yes. those days, yeah, yep. those sense, yeah. We can do some install stuff now, um, but it's all on it, air. It, I was just saying it's, it's better to rep it at least. That's <laughs> against somebody as that's opposed right. to, to doing it the other way. But yeah, in, in a non-perfect world, that's that's not going to work. Um, you're doing something really cool, I think, on, on this uh, coming up on Saturday. And, yeah. and I, this ties into to the question, which is for recruitable athletes, and I coach basketball over Northern Kentucky, and we have a couple of key recruitable kids that this summer's kind of been wasted for them, yeah. unfortunately. There's no AAU. They're, you know, they're, they've, they've got some stuff on tape, but look, you're hoping to get better and attract more eyeballs. That's happened with some football, obviously. Sure. So talk about what you're doing this Saturday to kind of help your players at least get something out there. Right. Um, so on Saturday, you know, we had just talked about this and, and, during this time, this is that has actually just passed. There, there's usually uh, a million college camps, and and those are great opportunities for players to go out and and perform in person in front of college coaches in in athletic movements, uh, and that's a a whole different way of evaluating than just the film. Sure. And and so, uh, oftentimes you get to see um, more of how, exactly how good of an athlete well, is this. And guy. you've been on that side of it, sure. the recruiting side of it. So yeah, it's you, all you I've know. done. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I, I haven't been on the other side right. at yeah, all. Right. So I've, I mean, yeah. So uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I mean. You know, it didn't end up coming to fruition. But last year, we had a, at the place I was at, we had 18 commitments, and 17 of them, I, me, not not our staff, but me myself, had seen in wow. person at camp or at a spring practice. Well, and, in the spring. and I'll ask you to kind of springboard off to what you're doing Saturday. That 
that probably that in person either confirmed what you'd seen on film or maybe made you go, well, what I saw on film wasn't what I just saw. This, yep. this kid has some more tangibles than what I believed, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't a coincidence that, that we had 17 of the 18 right. commitments I had personally seen. It was... I, I I don't want to take very many kids that I haven't personally seen. Sure. Um, me as the head coach, I wanted to make sure I had seen them, I had laid eyes on them, and I had seen them work out because I then I said, okay, I feel good that this kid's going to be a good football player. There was only one that I didn't see in person actually work out in a movement. I didn't have to test them in a 40 or a shuttle, but I just wanted to see them move sure. athletically. Sure. And, and so this Saturday, I, what we're going to do is we're going to essentially run a, a, a college combine or and a college camp, essentially. Um, it's going to be at our place. We're going to be videoing it. There's no colleges that are able to come. Right. But, but our kids have not been able to do that. They, they've not been able to go out no, and, right. and There's nothing. perform. Right. So, so I wanted to give them that opportunity. And so we're, we're having them come in. We're going to put them in their jerseys. You know, we're going to have a, a blue, a, a gold, um, so that we can organize it properly. Uh, we're going to height, weight, hand arm them. We're going to take them out on the field, warm them up. We're going to run 40s. We're going to do shuttles. We're going to do L drill, wave drill. We're going to do a bunch of different things. We're going to video all of that stuff, put it on huddle, um, and then they have the ability to then – cut that thing up if they so choose and send that out to the colleges. And and we're not timing the 40s because, frankly, I, I mean, a couple of reasons. One, uh, if if we time a 4-8, uh, I don't want to get into that argument, you know, of, of, <laughs> of like, your, your well, tenth yeah, off. Yeah, yeah you know, tenths I'm, off. I, I had I'm you to 4-8. I, I, I swear I'm a 4-4-5 four, four, guy, Exactly coach. right. I'm not getting into that stuff. And, and frankly, what my watch says doesn't matter anyways. Nobody, no, no colleges are listening to that stuff anyways. I, I know how this works. So they're going to um, they're gonna run the 40 and we're going to video the 40 and if a college coach so chooses to time that thing that we're videoing then they can time that thing that we're videoing you know same thing with the shuttle shuttle and the L drill but it's going to present an opportunity for our guys to uh to move just like they would in a college camp and I'll say this like when we had our college camps, we videoed everything. And so we cut up. If there was kids that I wanted to see, uh, we it was like that kid was tagged. And every single thing that he did on our campus at that camp was videoed. And then it was made into a very small cut right. up of just right. him. So that was what I was watching to say whether I liked him sure. or I didn't like him. Well, that, that's essentially what, what we're this trying yeah. to do. Without physically laying eyeballs on them, too. This right. is the be- And this is the best you can do. And I... I'm probably putting you on the spot with this. Do you know what the recruiting calendar is for for, for college coaches right now, and how they're able to what they're doing with that at all, Mark? I actually don't. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. I just I know it's different. Yeah, obviously. a year ago I would have known every detail of this, but no, I I mean to at this point I'm sitting there going I I don't know that I know they made a bunch of adjustments to this thing. I I just know that I've I've spoken with a couple college coaches that. I said, yeah, I mean, these college camps are all done. That, that was what was expected, and then it came through that that's the deal. I don't know when the, the thing's going to open back up. I'm not sure. I haven't kept abreast a of all that stuff. i got my own uh, yeah, issues no, right, to, right. to worry about here. But uh, um, but I, I did want to make sure that we presented this opportunity for the, the our players, get an opportunity for them to put that out there, to uh, maybe a showcase of their talents that, that they wouldn't get to do if we didn't put this on. Yeah, and, and as you know, I mean, this could be a solid sophomore that gets on the radar for the first time it could be a junior that's been on a radar could certainly be a senior that opens eyes that wasn't on a radar so I mean there's a lot of different ways this can help these kids no question about it and and leaving it up to them to do with it what they want but um trying to present that opportunity and then uh 
I, I'm hoping that it's going to be a positive deal and, and maybe be a, a good thing that will um, help a kid get an offer that maybe he wouldn't have gotten and, and just like a camp setting. That's sure, really what right. it is. I Absolutely. mean, you, you go to a camp because you're you're hoping to either have an offer that's a quasi-committable one turn into a real one or, or um, gain an offer. That, that you didn't have before. So I'm hoping that this can can be that for some of these kids. Uh, I guess time will tell as, as after we do it and some of this film gets sent out. You're a new head coach, and that always means uh, at times new assistants and sometimes guys in different roles. I want to give you a chance to maybe highlight some of those guys if you would. Yeah, so we've, we've got a couple guys that are back from a year ago that, that uh, are familiar faces, which will be great. Uh, and I'll really just go through some of the varsity guys at this point in time. But uh, Michael Blum, Muller alum, uh, was the offensive line coach. Uh, the last couple of years, he's going to be back as the offensive line coach. Uh, a, a new face to that side, Don Gennetti, who'd been coaching linebackers, uh, is actually flipping over, and he's going to be working with the offensive line as well. Uh, and he's I know he's a defensive guy at heart, but um, he, he, he does a great job with the guys as well. So that's going to be – we have two guys working with the varsity there at the offensive line, which will uh, be great. Uh, that'll be really, really positive. John Sanders will be back as running back coach. Uh, he was with us again. He was with the team last year. Tony Aceto, um, he will be back as the defensive line coach uh, with the varsity, which is great. Uh, Adam McCauley, who was the freshman head coach last year and did a great job with them. Uh, he's moving up to the varsity tight ends coach. Uh, he was a tight end in college, played at Louisville, and so that's a good situation and a good fit for him. Uh, Adam McLean, a name from a couple of years ago, he is going to be coaching our special teams. He'll be a special teams coordinator and then working with the secondary as well. Uh, he'll be working with Darren Chenault, who will be the, the defensive back coach. And, and Coach Chenault, he'd been head coach at Finneytown. He's most recently at Lakota East as the defensive coordinator um, so he'll be with us there uh, working with the secondary. Uh, and then Dave Worth, a, a Moeller alum, he's uh, he's made his way back to Moeller and is going to be coaching head our co- receivers. Has head coaching experience? So, yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah. got some head coaching experience. He was very successful Cove Cavs at Purcell Marion. So, um, yep, so uh, Coach Worth, excited to have him. And then uh, Michael Digman is going to be our offensive coordinator. And and really excited about uh, Coach Digman. He's, he's got some college experience. He actually worked worked with a couple very, very close friends of mine, um, Shane Day and, and TJ Weiss. I GA'd with Shane at Michigan, and then TJ and I worked together for three years at Cincinnati, here at Cincinnati under uh, Butch Jones. And and both those guys were at the University of Connecticut, and, and uh, Coach Digman was there with them, and they had great things to say about him. He's most recently coming from Trinity, and um, – so really excited. He's brought he's brought a lot of great things to the table offensively, which is which is fantastic. So um, that's that's going to be. I don't think I've left anybody out. I'm I'm going to call the defense. So I'm going to run the defense and call the defense. But I think that's our um, our varsity coaches. We've got a, a handful of other guys. Nick Finn's going to be back working with the um, the freshman O line, and and he'll have a role with the with helping out with the the varsity. Uh, Chris Wakey's a, a Moeller yep. alum. He's going to be helping out with the JV. So we, we've got some other guys. Skylar Hanna, a uh, Moeller alum, is going to be helping out with the JVO line. So we've got some other Moeller alums that that'll be around, and then some new faces that'll be working with the freshmen and the the JV as well. But we're, we are going to have a full uh, full staff for the freshmen. We're going to have six coaches for the freshmen. 
have one last hire uh, with the JV. Um, Ivan Fulton's a guy that's going to be working with the JV. I didn't mention him, but we have one more hire with the JV, but we, we will have six guys on the JV and then a full varsity roster of coaches. So uh, those guys have been great. It's been great to, to talk some ball with them. I think we've got some really sharp guys that, that uh, love developing young men and, and will make an impact. You obviously are familiar with the Cincinnati high school scene as a, as a, as a college recruiter and a college coach. Sure. Um, but now that you're, you're in it as a high school coach, uh, how much are you looking forward to, to Friday nights? And because and, um, this is such a, a rich area, both in tradition and talent, that almost every given week, especially for a molar, GCL teams, GMC teams, there ain't a lot of weeks off. I mean, how, how much are you looking forward to, to the competition of a Friday night? I can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, now, you say Friday night, that's, that is going to be a little different because it's, uh, it's not all Friday night. That's I mean, true, the, too. The schedule true is. Too. Yeah. Uh, there's looking, a few Saturdays dotted in, you're right. Sure. There, so there's actually, because I, I look at the weeks as far as how's your week of you're preparation right. yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And we, have, we actually have four different combinations, you know, whether it be uh, a, a Friday to a Friday or a Friday to a Saturday or, or a Saturday, Saturday to, to a Friday, Friday or yeah. a Saturday yeah. or to a Saturday. We have all four of those at some point in time this season. And so that it, that does lead to a different week of preparation. So we actually have four different weekly preparations that we have to fit in a 10-game schedule. But, yeah, I can't wait for murderers row of the three GCL <laughs> and then you go play the two Cleveland teams. And uh, and I, you I, get Trinity on there. Yeah, you got Trinity on there. I think we're I think we're actually picking up Ohio State in week 10. <laughs> yeah, so just, I'm, just I'm, for fun. Yeah, just, just for just yeah, just for fun. So no, it's it's a great schedule. It really is, and um, so I, I'm excited about that. I, you know, the great thing about our schedule is is um, you know, hopefully someday we're going to make the playoffs and 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 uh, make a run at things. Um, but you're certainly prepared. No doubt. Um, that's no doubt. that's the thing about it is you, um, you you don't sit there and say like, oh boy, I hope I hope we're going to be ready for this this caliber of a team in week eleven. You know, you're you're going to go. Uh, shoot, week eleven might might be the week you know the easiest game we play. Right. If, depending if we, on what you are as a seed and what they are as a seed. Exactly yeah. right. I, and I don't mean to say it the no, wrong I know, way, no, but I'm just saying that's like exactly you're going to be more than prepared yeah. um, if and when those opportunities to play in the postseason occur. Uh, you're not going to walk in and be like, speed of the game is going to be fast on this one, or boy, they're going to be big and physical. You're going to be like, yeah, this is going to be very much like what we've seen thus far. So no we'll doubt. be well prepared when when those opportunities for us to make a run at things uh, are there. And you did make a point. It is a ten game. Game schedule still. Um, there was week ten. It looked like, or the tenth game may not come to fruition. The team from Canada. There was a team from Canada that Correct. came last year. They had to drop off, but you've added National Christian Academy out of uh, out of Maryland. So it is still a ten game schedule, and that, yes. that's also a good thing. The last thing you only get so many opportunities. You don't want nine. You'd like to have ten, and you'd like to have more than that because of the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. And so there was a couple schools that um, you know when when some of these because there's several schools in Ohio that that run into similar issues. No I think that uh, um, you know Molers always had traditionally had difficulty in finding ten games because um, a lot of people don't want to play Moeller and for for whatever those reasons are. And and uh, so you're you're trying to find games. I mean that's something that uh, Mike Asbeck, our athletic director, he does a great job of the schedule. But we're constantly talking about that because um, you're going to have three or four games that that you have to travel for outside outside the state of Ohio. So there's either you're traveling there, they're coming here, uh, and, and this year is going to be two out of the country. Well. Right. Coronavirus changed that just a little bit, but that's always an issue for for us and a couple other teams. And so, um, 
you know, we, we well, were the hope, on that. the hope is with the expanded playoffs in 2021, maybe that becomes less of a less of a, of an issue for scheduling because hopefully hope. teams are willing to take that that chance. Yeah, but I, I was talking with a couple people and they were they were having trouble getting a, a tenth shoot a ninth and tenth right. game because people don't want to schedule you. But I just sit there and I look at this and and go, goodness, the, all the work that these kids do, and and it's only a ten game schedule right. anyways. Right. You, you certainly don't want it to be nine. Uh, you don't want it to be eight, nine. You want to get as many of these as you possibly. Possibly can so um, you know because that was thrown out of like well maybe we'll just play nine I was it's like no find like, somebody we, yeah let's, yeah <laughs> let's go find somebody and and uh, and and Mike did a great job I'm I'm excited about that I think they're a good team I mean they played uh, I think it was Ed's very competitively a year ago and and uh, so I think that'll that'll be a great game and and frankly I, I don't know where I have no idea I, I don't have a great reference point of where we are but uh, I think they're going to be a good team that's going to have some wins and and that week ten shoot. Good. We, good, we might need help. that W, right, right. And, and we might need to beat beat them and have them have a good season to, to make the playoffs. Who knows? Yep. So uh, I think that I think that's a great addition for our schedule, and, and I'm I really appreciative that Mike was able to get that done. Well, I know you're excited getting back to it, and uh, now now a couple of couple of three months ramping things up, and hopefully, like I said, we get to August third uh, when you get a chance to, yeah. to go head to head, and um, we're we're back on a normal timeline. I think we're all hoping that. Absolutely. Mark, It'll happen. Appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's Mark Elder, the head coach at Moeller. I'm Richard Skinner. Thanks for being with us. It's the Moeller Football Podcast.